Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. 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 What we need to do is see the world in you and see the world in me. And when we get into our bones, we wake up to the moans of freedom. Of freedom. So like. Like a track's like when we get on the mic, we got that pussy on type and the vortex all right. Got them all calling out. Vibe higher, bitch. Vibe higher. You call yourself a life, business, and career coach. I read that on your website. Yes, I did my research. Yes. Brian? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brian, you call yourself a life, business, and career coach. Yeah, you're forgetting one word, which is spirit. Oh, damn. But I do, but it's not on the website because it feels weird to put spirit on the website. Can we break that down? Yeah, let's break it down. Because that's fascinating. Because you I would never like put you... spirit coach, right? Your spirit, just, your spirit is perfect. There's no need for me to mess with your spirit, right? Yeah. So a spirit coach just doesn't sound right. So the official title of what I am recognized by the state of California is a spiritual practitioner. Which sounds like I'm going to like manipulate your arms and massage you while we talk about God or something. I actually no. would love that. Could you actually please do that? There's probably a room There's probably a room for that. Like the in-between Reiki and Wait, God or something. I thought that's why we were here mm. to get that done. How did you get to a place where this is this is what you're... Like this is like my real job, right? Yeah, I don't know. Literally, I job. pinch myself. Um, it's crazy. Right. Yeah. It's totally crazy. Like there's a... I, you came to my... Yeah, there's a sign outside my house that says... Brian Pataka, life, career, business, right? And, yes. And like, and so those are the things I work on. And so you can, so what I, I'll give you the synopsis here. Ready? So I was in New York City. I worked in advertising, and I had studied at Northwestern as an actor. Uh, I walked into my boss's office one day after two and a half years and said, "I have to quit. I can't grow up to become you." Uh, it, was, it was easy. He was friends at that point, so we're good. Um, and then I got into a show. Why are you guys still friends? We're still friends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was all good. Uh, and then I. Got into a show for a year and a half and I'd be backstage and actors were like my starting point for this. And I work with all kinds of people now, but that's how I started. I'd be backstage and I'd hear these other actors who were sad or undisappointed or unfeeling unfulfilled. And I would come sit next to mama and I'll tell you what to do. And then they would get successful. And I was having a really great acting career. I was making my living as an actor. It was great. And then I started coaching people on the business and like, you can imagine like an actor's job is to make a business where really all they want to do is act. And that's really what all creative people are about is like they want to make their creative thing. And then the business is the side part of it. It's not that a painter doesn't want to be running a business. They want to be painting. Right. And so I learned that very quickly. And suddenly when I was getting when I moved to L.A., I was getting auditions and I kept getting in a bad mood every time I got an audition because I just wanted to be sitting across from my clients. And I, it was a really good message that I got from the universe of like, oh, no coaching is really what you want to be doing or holding that kind of space with someone or working with them. And that way it was so much more interesting to me than acting at that point. Yeah. Wow. What's yeah. one of the like huge shifts you've seen in one of your clients? I would say, Oh, so I have this client. Uh, she was, I'm going to use an actor for this example. So she, uh, was top of her game booking really great jobs. You would recognize her if you saw her on TV. Right. But she wasn't able to book a, like a series regular role on television. And she, knew that it wasn't about the black and white. How do I do this and work the business and blah, blah, blah. It was a little bit of that. It was a little bit of like, okay, well, you're not exactly doing your marketing like we could and let's finesse that a little bit. And there was a lot of uh, imposter syndrome coming up, I think, at that point, right? And then, but the bigger conversation, it almost always is, is 
what is the impact that you want to have? And are you doing that every time you go into the room or every time that you're sitting in a meeting, if you weren't an actor, every time you're creating your art or creating that piece of creativity or that thing you want to make is the, as soon as we take the focus off of ourselves, we become aligned with the universe. Whoa. So what I'm hearing you say is that everyone, whether they're an actor or a contractor yeah. or anything, a mailman, a mailman, yeah. you take or a per- male person, I think male person, yep. Yep. you take a step back and you ask, what is it I really want to bring to the universe? And that's your intention. And that can help form everything. Right. And, and another way to say that I could kind of put a finer point on it, because I think I can tell like, uh, OK, Brian, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> right. So is um, I believe that the and this is kind of so my spirituality is spiritual, but not religious. So there's a few different backgrounds that I pull on. So one of them is Ignatius. And that's like a Catholic background. I was not raised any religion. So I just use one of these thoughts from it, which is desire is how the universe organizes itself. Amen. So you're my desiring to be a coach is why I'm going to have certain people sitting on my couch across uh, across from me. Uh, someone's desire to be a painter is why they're going to be going to that paint shop and talking to that person who sells paints and paint that paintbrush and why they end up going to that Starbucks on the way home because that's the one on the way home from that place. And so desire is how it organizes itself. And may I just interrupt you really yeah. quickly and say I'm trying not to look back with frustration but my like Buddhism yeah. 20s really annoys me because me. I took out desire. Mm. What do you mean? Yeah. I was like, any desire I have is just going to cause pain. I'm really going to. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, that's a very Buddhist. There's something about to be unattached, right? Exactly. So, and I'm like, whoa, yeah. that was dumb. Because that's, you know, if you can keep it spiritual and know that you don't have to have a certain outcome then desire is really the driving force of everything. Well, and what you said is so beautiful because I think I am a, I believe in Buddhism and I use it in lots of my work too, right? So the spiritual practitioner is a part of that as well. So what I define desire as, and I think this is important, is I am creative, resourceful, and whole as I am right now in the second. I don't need for anything, but I want that thing over there. Right. Okay. How do you get there? <laughs> that's a good spot to so be in. That's a great question, Dana. What I want to say is, you're already there, and that's the hardest thing to accept. The spiritual truth is that you already are creative, resourceful, and whole. And your journey right now, if you're not seeing yourself that way, is to get there. And part of the difficulty I think that a lot of us have been sold in 2019 is the platitude. Um, you have to love yourself first. And that, I think, is a bunch of malarkey. I'm going to be really frank about it. I think you have no reason to love yourself unless you love other people. So what you kind of weigh yourself on there is what do you, so you love yourself for what reason? Because you are good at taking bubble baths. Like what, why are you loving yourself if you're not loving other people? There's no, there's no, and it can be your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister. Or, or me, you yeah. guys could practice on just all loving me. Exactly. So right. you love yourself as deeply as you love other people. That's a beautiful way to say that. Okay. Better than I ever have. You said something interesting on a podcast that I listened to about um, your relationship yeah. with yourself. Okay. So the relationship you have with yourself. Oh, scary. I'm feeling nervous and blushing. Go ahead. Is <laughs> what is what dictates the rest, like uh, not the rest of your life, but how your life like happens. Right. So it's, uh, I, I want to make sure I don't remember my exact, what that uh, was. I yeah. definitely Did you write ruined down? Okay, it. Right. But I say, um, but everything I, comes down to the relationship you have with yourself. Right. And I, I totally just ruined your quote. It's totally great. So what I mean by that is <laughs> when I sit across from someone, you're like, yeah, great. Thanks. You're horrible. Um, <laughs> you should probably give up. You're going to have a terrible Zero life. intentions. Yeah. Quit giving intentions. Your intention should be to empty garbage cans, which is a great intention if that's what you want to do. Okay. Um, so, um, wait. So, at the end of the day, when someone's sitting across from me, they want something. 
what I find is, or they're desiring something, right? At the end of the day, we can make the perfect marketing plan and business plan and reach out with these emails and how you're going to make the phone calls and how you're going to show up in the meeting. At the end of the day, the relationship is with yourself. So meaning how you talk to yourself, you know, how you walk through the day. And so again, this idea, I'm relating this back to the, like, how you're going to, I mean, I love RuPaul, but when he says at the end of his show, how are you going to love yourself? How are you going to love anybody else before you love yourself? I'm like, no, that's not what I believe, but okay. I still love you, RuPaul. Um, the, so this, in this, the relationship you have with yourself, right? What we're talking about here is how you make an impact and how you can get in your own way of doing that. Does that make sense? Am I making clarity here? Ask more questions. Uh, no, that's basically how Megan and I bonded so deeply about like us just being unhappy with our lives and where we're at and knowing we have such bigger like potential and we're holding ourselves back. Yeah. yeah how do you get out of the way? So it's interesting that, so a lot of people use this phrase, let it go. I mean, Hey girls from Frozen. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say the wrong name. I was like, is it Anna? It's not Anna. It's the other one. Um, so um, uh, let it go. I think is a phrase which you're too late. Mm. I don't want to pick it up. So what that means to me is, uh, and you're a Buddhist, so you must be familiar with meditation, right? Yep. So we meditate so that we can not let dirty feet tromp through our brain, yeah. right? That's a Buddhist quote. Um, so if you think about um, in the morning, I tend to be emotional. Let's I'll offer that to you. I tend to be a little bit more emotional, erratic thinking in the morning, right? So that's a good time for me to align up with meditation because I will weirdly have thoughts about an ex-boyfriend or something in the morning for no good reason. And I know that's like, oh, this is a time when I let dirty strangers walk through my head for some reason. Oh my God. I do the same thing too. I'll wake up in the morning and I'll be like, why doesn't my mom call me? Like you'll be emotional. Okay, great. Not everyone has the same pattern, but great. We have the same similar rhythm. This is the ninth podcast in a row you've talked about your mom not calling you. <laughs> I feel like maybe when I'm something like, comes up that much, maybe it actually does need to be addressed. Like, does it, like I, I'm like, mom, please stop calling me. You're like, mom, call no, me. She never calls me. Oh, this man. is, I mean, you need to maybe have a convo there. <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> it was an example, a hypothetical, I say a hypothetical girl that her mom doesn't call her. Okay, great. great. Anyway, so <laughs> where we're going with this is this not letting the stranger trump. You said, how do you get there? Right. Yeah. Is. I can see because of meditation that thought around the ex-boyfriend like coming up for some no good reason. And I'm going to, oh, oh, that's there. I'm not going to become fascinated with that right now. I'm going to choose not to pick that up and then let that rule me for 20 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes so that it's not really what's helpful. Today, I was losing my mind for a few minutes, literally walking around my kitchen, paralyzed with the number of things I had to get done today. Mm. And I was like, we're not going to do this right now, Brian. So like, like not activating it. Yeah, it's like noticing it's there, and then I'm like pointing to my temple right now, like noticing the thoughts there, and then going, oh, I don't have to actually give this a lot of time on the playground. Yeah. I notice you're there, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you're not the one I want to entertain right now. The one I want to entertain is this, right? So when I had the thought, I've got so much to do today, I was like, no, 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 no. You just need to write this one email. Okay. That's yeah. the answer to that. Yeah. Let's not entertain the I have a lot to do thought. Let's entertain the, oh, no, I have the one email to write. Also, what helps me is just like, just take it moment by moment yeah the present moment is programmed to be perfect is a spiritual thought mm -hmm. so even in your darkest hour that moment you are probably okay on a, it may be maybe hurt or you know whatever but in that moment you probably were bodily sound or okay so in the present moment is the only moment that eternity the spiritual plane and the earthly plane intersect why is that so hard for humans to grasp and get i mean I, I i get it 
intellectually, but applying it to my day to day. Oh, because is we all just struggle. Yeah, we love productivity. We've all been sold this idea that productivity is the way to be and that being is not part of our world anymore. And I think this has been a huge, if we even want to talk about like, um, the resurgence of a feminist movement, if I can say it in that way right now, right, is that we've talked about feminine energy versus masculine energy, which is not the same as man or woman, right? But the being state, we don't we don't value the being state as much as we value the doing state. And that is a really, that's a loss. That's something that I'm struggling with. Tell me. Personally. Should we do a little moment here? Yeah, let's have a little moment. Cue the music. Uh-huh. Well, my family won't let me celebrate Christmas, but thankfully I'm getting Christmas four times a year with the Fab Fit Fun Box. Ooh, girl. Are you getting the winter <laughs> edition box? I'm getting the winter edition box. It has the best stuff ever. Um, I got this free people sleep mask that I'm pretty much obsessed with. I think it's going to replace Ambien. Yes. They also have skincare from Glam Glow. They have Kate Summersville stuff. It's just amazing. Yeah. My favorite is Anthropology. They have Anthropology things that you can get. It retails for $49.99, but it has a value of over $200. That's basically like getting free things shipped to you. Free things that you actually want. Yes. So FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. Full size, like life size Megan Dana size stuff. The items are customizable, which is amazing. So you can choose what you want for your box. And that's probably my favorite part of it is that you're not getting random stuff that you don't even want. Yes. I just want skincare and like face masks sent to me. And that's all I want. That's all you need. (laughs) The winter editor's box is now available. So you can sign up before they sell out. Winter editor. Yes. Sounds fancy. I'm classy. I absolutely cannot wait to see what the next season brings. Winter was amazing. Spring is right around the corner. So Equinox me. Dana came over and tried to steal some of the stuff that I chose for my box, but I said, absolutely not. You have to choose it for your own box and leave some of it up for surprise. So no one come at me for my box. So go to fabfitfun.com and use the code MAGIC so that you can get 40% off your first box. And that means it's going to be 29 99 oh my god again that's fabfitfun.com use the code magic because girl boy you deserve to treat yourself 40 percent off uh no i my intention and this is what we talked about in the last podcast for this year is just ease and flow mm-hmm. and you know i struggle with kind of like overworking myself to the bone and i'm like mm-hmm. i think i need to be productive right yeah. i constantly need to be doing something 24 7 mm-hmm. In achieving quote unquote goals. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I feel like there's more value in letting the eat, like letting it come to you, letting it flow. Yeah. This is beautiful. So this, but what is the, as a coach, what if somebody comes to you with an issue of like allowing versus doing it? Like, I feel like I'm being lazy when I'm, I I mean, I'm literally been chilling. Mm Mm-hmm. Yay, that's so good many news things, for us all, right? <laughs> wait, so many things have been coming to me, and it's actually scary how much this, like, works. So we are way more magnetic. But I don't feel like yeah. I deserve it because I don't feel like I'm doing anything right yeah, now. So things that's, are just coming yeah, to me, and I'm going, why do I, I don't I'm deserve not this. efforting. Yeah. I'm not efforting anymore. Oh, shit. I always thought that to get something, to get a goal, like, that... I guess to have a goal and have it come to you, right? You should have to work hard for it. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm getting things I've been dreaming of for so long and I'm not doing anything right now. So So, I'm like, am I worthy? So are you listening to that? 
this is just what I'm going. I, I, so I, what we start to do is you just say, universe, this can't be reasonable that I'm able to not work hard and get things. That can't be reasonable. So I'm not going to believe you anymore. So we start to discount what the spiritual truths were given. So like I have one coach that I've listened to before and he talks about how he quits things all the time because there were doors closing in his face. He's like, why aren't you walking towards the doors that are opening? Ooh. Not running toward them, but walking toward them. Like you just said, like, oh, they're opening. I don't need to work to open that door. So it doesn't mean it. that you, it doesn't mean that like, okay, I got to write this email or it doesn't mean that once in a while you won't have a little work to do, right? But it's different between grasping and holding. It's different between, I believe, between grandiosity and grandeur. Grandiosity is I can make this happen. Grandeur is the power that makes the earth go around the sun is the power that helps me power through my day. There's a real relaxing into that arm, into the arms of the universe, right? But you still have grandeur. Grandiosity is arrogant. Yeah. I'm going to make the world go around the sun. I have to do this. Like ego. Nothing can come to me with that. Yeah, total ego. That's very, oh, that's very narcissist. For sure. But, right. but remember. Uh, and narcissists get yeah. shit done though. But remember that it, I want to make sure that it, I'm not, you could also be a person who thinks you have to do everything and you could be kind. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a narcissist. I want to be mindful of that. Because I think a lot of us move into, it's almost more like move into type A, like I have to do everything right. And that way I will get my good outcomes all the time. And that way it will work. As opposed to I'm co-creating with the universe. I'm co-creating with God, whatever word works for you. I cannot agree more with what you're saying. I think that's completely how to let things unfold. And I think it's what we've been doing a lot more of and seeing crazy results that we couldn't have make happen in a million years. Oh. Um, what I'm coming up against right now that I want some of your ideas on is just old beliefs. Sure. That. Yeah. What, what's your favorite one to mill around in your head all the time? Oh, my God. Okay. So I, I'm going to go back in story, which go is back. annoying. But basically, I've always wanted to be a writer. Okay. And since I was really little, but everything was so hard. like learning to read. I was super wow. dyslexic. It took me forever. So wow. it was really humiliating. Like in third grade, we'd have to get up in front of everyone and I couldn't do it. Wow. And then spelling was really complicated. And all of these things to this point are just holding me back from going after it as hard as I, as I can. Cause I keep thinking that I keep, holding myself to this like third grade Megan mm. can I say something quickly yeah you should I f and Megan to me is just such she's an amazing writer and it's like it's a no-brainer about like her success is just gonna be like beyond because mm. you're so fucking talented mm. and it like it just blows it blows my mind because it's like but like on a deeper level like you know how talented you are but it is like the beliefs from your childhood, that trauma is real. And what's so yeah. real as an outsider, as a, that's beautiful reflection, really nice showing up of your friend just now. Thank you. What I'll say in <laughs> terms of what you always be here with us <laughs> 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 to just say words of acknowledgement. Good job. Good job. Good job. Right. <laughs> um, uh, uh, as an outsider hearing that story, it was like, of course you were planted with the seed to be a writer mm. because another five-year-old eight-year-old you wouldn't have pushed through and would still be illiterate right would not have dealt you said dyslexic didn't you mm -hmm. would have not dealt with it so yeah. you were planted with the seed be a writer because i have to do this so that i'll keep it was giving you the stamina yeah that desire was giving you the stamina right and so right now you know dana's saying you're a great writer is there something you're wanting to make there's a million things i'm wanting <laughs> to make <laughs> sure 
and some of them are starting to be made and and I and I know like now with reading I can read about two or three books in a day easily I'm the I fastest mean, reader you are I know you're the fastest reader yeah. I know. <laughs> and, I compre- and I can comprehend it and yeah. like get it but so I know that I've overcome that goal yeah. but right now we're super into Abraham Hicks are you sure yeah okay for sure. yeah I'm just like okay my inner being is like fucking miles ahead of me I'm living in this belief I know it's not real but it's somehow showing up as real and it hurts really badly can you name the specific belief Make um, it short. This can't be a three paragraph. I'm one. stupid. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So can you take yourself back? Close your eyes for a second. Yeah. Listeners, you can do this in your own way with whatever thought you have for yourself. Where's the first time you heard yourself have that thought? Do you have an image? You don't have to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us where you are? I'm with my babysitter pretending that I can play the piano when I'm three. Hmm. Okay. Now, did your was your babysitter kind? No. Great. So you can come back to me. I'm not going to go through the whole process. Yeah. It would be like a 45-minute coaching <laughs> session or an hour, right? Usually when we carry a scar, the wound has someone who we think afflicted it mm. unintentionally because we – it's like Harry Potter diverting his death when he got the the thing hit him on the forehead, right? And like yeah. the the bolt of whatever came out of Voldemort's wand and it like flew off and killed his mom. If you remember, that's the story of Harry Potter, right? Oh, we remember all Yeah, right. great, great, good. I'm glad you love Harry Potter. So <laughs> there's a little bit of the diversion of us being able to look at our own internal story because in that moment we had to shut it out. We had to protect ourselves somehow. And there's probably forgiveness mm. needed. Yeah. Both for... And, what I would do really slowly is take you through a process of all the other times you had that thought so that you're able to forgive the people that reaffirmed it in you. Absolutely. Because it was something before her that was, that she just like, okay. Lit up or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so what's curious is we think, oh, well I should be fixing myself in this thought. And I literally just said, no, it's about you giving forgiveness to somebody else. Mm. You're holding somebody else to a cross. You're still crucifying them unintentionally. Absolutely. Her name was Becky. She was my three-year-old babysitter. <laughs> I remember it. <laughs> Whoa. Becky. See, I've never met a Becky that I like. <laughs> Sorry, Becky listeners. <laughs> I just. Rebecca's are good. I just Rebecca's are great. Rebecca's are some of my I faves. love Rebecca's. Yeah. Um, everybody just go by Rebecca from now on. No, I, um. <laughs> It's what's interesting about scars. I feel like once you get it, yeah, it's like constantly activated. Because I have a similar experience with pe- with me being like little and being like, I want to be an actress and performer. Mm-hmm. And people are like, they're gonna laugh at you. And, sure. And I'm like, oh, people are gonna make fun of me for you know. And so it's like that type of. I feel like that scar is like throughout the years. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. it's so activated by the littlest things. Sure. And I keep it activated. Yes, that's the real answer. So the that's truth is the real, we yeah. hold ourselves so um whether you're a Christian or not, which it doesn't matter. I'm gonna use spiritually, I'm gonna use the analogy of Jesus for a second, if that's okay with everybody. Are we okay with that? We love Okay, we great. Love it. So use it an analogy and use it as an analogy, okay? Is you're crucified on the cross with some idea you have about yourself, and you're crucifying yourself, right? One was saying the whole time no 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 no, no. i'm just saying i'm, I'm saying for you <laughs> to like get that image for yourself okay yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up catholic so i didn't 
you weren't listening. No. So, so just you're crucifying yourself with this idea, right? Mm -hmm. In a course of miracles, I don't know guys, if you guys know a course of miracles obsessed, right? So, so course of miracles would say, look upon the cross, but do not dwell on it, which is notice your wound, notice your scar. Don't dwell on it. When we dwell on, why can't I just be a good writer? Or that's not what your thought is, but I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm stupid or whatever. We dwell on, I'm not a successful actress or whatever it is. That's not dwelling in the resurrection. So look upon the cross, look upon the cross, look upon the cross, but do not dwell on it. We dwell in the resurrection. We dwell in the who we want to be. We dwell in the how we want it to be. So that may not involve other people in that story. So when we're thinking these thoughts or activating that thing, the real answer is to pick the opposing Sometimes it can be the opposing energy and really focus on that. So here's the thing. I think the opposing one might also make you think too much. Like it might be different words. Like I'll have a client who'll say, uh, this is a good exercise, right? You'll say like, what do you want your business to be like? I want it to be um, empowering, uh, thriving, and um, energetic. Great. So for your business to be empowering, thriving, and energetic, how do you need to show up? So if you want your life to be a life of ease and flow, right? This is going to be individual to each of you. How do you need to show up to your life? And notice where your triggers are, right? Because you have to go, okay, so sometimes when I get triggered, I turn this. So I need to find the opposite of that. That's where I would say an opposite is helpful. So for you to have ease and flow, Dana, what would you say? In my life? Yeah. Every day? How do you have to show up? I have to meditate. I have to have a, I have to stick to my morning routine. So, uh, 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 uh. Bitch, I'm not about to hear your to-do list. The, the, oh the to-do God. list bitch over here. So I'll take the word, <laughs> I, I will this. take the word mindful. I'll take the word mindful. And meditation may be the behavior you need Damn, to do I that. I am a to-do list bitch. Yeah. So your life is not your to-do list. I had a client a say that once. list basic and that was And that was really important. By the way, I use bitch for man and women and all non-specific genders. So. Our, our theme song is Vibe Higher Bitch. Okay, great. Good, good, yeah, good, good, on great, brand. Great, great, We're on brand. Great, great, great. So... Okay, so I fuck that up. So let's. You didn't re- fuck re- that re- up. <laughs> yeah, I'm a great coach. You fuck that up. Try again. <laughs> I'll wait till you get it right. No, my coaching is no one's right, no one's wrong. But think about for you to be have a life of ease and flow. How do you have to show up? Um, it sounds like mindful's in there, or some word like mindful. I have to get out of my own way. Okay, but I want three adjectives. Mindful. Okay, give me another you one. said that. What else? Oh, well, let's hopefully it, it resonates with you. If it doesn't, we won't use it. What else? Um, oh, God, this is really hard. Do you, is vulnerable helpful to you when you're using flow or no? Whoa. Trust. Trust. Great. Trust. Great. Great. So trust to me opens up the trust. idea of vulnerable, opens up the idea of faith. That's all in trust, right? Okay. So, so, so mindful. Trusting. Trust, I'm going to say trusting. Trusting. Yeah. And receiving. Can I, or can I say. Open. Can I say. Open to receive. Gracious. Gratitude. Can I say gratitude? Does gratitude sh- actually do something from you? I think a lot of BS people say gratitude does something from it, does nothing for them. I want to make sure it actually does something. Open. I think I think being open. I want to give you the words of open's not the word screw me. Receiving. Receiving. So receiving. I'm having a trusting stroke. and mindful. Receiving, trusting, and mindful. So if I show up receiving, I like those words. Trusting and mindful, my life is one of ease and flow. You've just fucked my brain up. I love that. Because Holy if shit. so, right? Ready? What trigger? Give this. me something that triggers you. When do you get like? When do you become really bitchy? When's, when? What's happening? Do you ever like? What's your way of being badly behaved? Oh, Megan, do you know? 
Like, yes. do you get short? Like, I'm do you perfect? Do you get short with people? Do you get impatient? Like, what? I get snappy. Okay, and when? Yes. What? Uh, what is? The I get f- harsh. I get harsh and snappy. Great. Yeah. So when you're when you're about to get harsh and snappy, you have to invite trusting, receiving, and mindful into the moment. What do I need right now? So in that moment, you probably don't need all three. You're like, ooh, if I'm trusting right now, I'll, I won't be. So I'm being snappy because no one's doing things the way I want them to do things right now. Now I'm going to do everything for everybody else. I have to think of everybody. I'm 10 steps ahead of everybody. Okay, you know what? I'm going to choose trusting right now. Trusting because then that means they know that they're taking care of themselves. They're all smart on their own. They don't need me to do everything. I don't have to micromanage. Great. I'm going to show up trusting. I'm going to choose. This is how you show up in the, your life the way you want to instead of it letting it happen to you goosebumps are you in my head <laughs> so wait, i can give you can i give you mine for example i'm gonna give you i was my, just okay. gonna ask okay, you so mine it. is so i want to so i'm gonna you can use this for your life we use yours for life which is really big i've actually never done that before a lot of times we do this for a business so in my business i want to create a thriving wholehearted coaching business that's my right thriving and wholehearted have a lot in them to me thriving means we're in the green the people who work for me are getting paid there are new faces coming in. I'm seeing fresh people. New people are hearing about us. That's all in the word thriving. Wholehearted means everyone is treated like a human being. Yes, we may have some policies and some procedures that we have to put into place, but we're going to treat people like human beings so that both the people who work for me and my clients are treated like whole individual human beings, not just like this is a factory or something, right? Coaching business, that part, I think you kind of make sense, right? How do I have to show up to have a thriving wholehearted coaching business? I have to show up clear empowering and inspiring. And how did I figure those three words out? Because my triggers are the opposite. Let's be mine, right? My trigger is I will dash off an email to my assistant say, can you use that email we sent to John last week and just draft it, like make it sound a little bit more like me and we'll send it next week to Erica. That's me not being clear, right? That's Mm -hmm. me being a really shitty boss. So for me, clear helps me not click send on the email till I'm really clear on the request, right? Because what I know is on the receiving end, there's somebody who's trying really hard to do right. Right. So I want to show up clear for them because that's a human being. That's someone who I wholeheartedly want to take care of. Right. The other thing at clear empowering, meaning you have the tools you need. Like if you need a draft of the 10 emails I've sent in the past, you need the infu, you need the software, you need my password and login, you need a computer, whatever it is you have that you have, you need access to my calendar empowering. That's having tools. Right. In many ways, it can be mindful tools. It can also be like actual tools. Right. And the last is inspiring, meaning I don't want to micromanage these bitches. Mm-hmm. So inspiring is I want to be able to be clear and give you an idea and let you own it. Can I say something? Yeah. Okay. So your assistant, yeah. right? Yeah. I could tell very, um, wow. It's so interesting because those intentions are, it's very real. I can tell that the, um, cause I appreciated her for her time because yeah. I felt like she was really taking her time with emails and details and she was really gracious And that came across as like very loving where emails are just that I are just transactional. And I was like, I need to appreciate her for her time. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to tell her that. Oh my God. So your intention, uh, you're fulfilling it. That's really, that's really cool. So I need to tell you that that, that means almost the most of anything to me right now, because my, my Mm. passion is to be working with my team, to be honest. Of course my calling is with my coaches, but who I am as a leader with them is so important to me that I'm modeling because I feel it what they do you know, it isn't for me, right? It's for the business and the mission of the business. But so much of it is me like, hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do this? Like it's is me directing a lot and to know that they're um, fulfilling that in a way that I know that she will love to hear that. And I also know that she loves sitting at her desk and being able to write an email like that and be able to be that kind of thoughtful person. So it's important to me that anyone who would hear from us would hear from us as wholehearted people. So that means a lot. But 
that being said, what we talked about just now is called a stance, creating a stance. So to yeah. create a stance, you figure out your triggers. Yep. You choose almost almost the opposite or like something nearby something near yeah. yeah and then you because i my hugest flaw for everything that i want is rushing so fast oh, oh girl i oh okay, high five so on impatient. twinsies high five on twinsies you too very impatient yeah that's so so um what's what's a better word for patience it's not so annoying um, so can i tell you something about yeah. rushing can we just talk about rushing because i bet you're not the only person listening who rushes mm-hmm yeah. That, that's what I think flow is. And flow isn't rushing the process. So right? rush. So there's a little. So rushing is going to be hard for me not to go to a to do item. So I want to stick with the essence first of what the feeling would be. So rushing is a behavior. What's the feeling that you don't want to have when I'm rushing? Yeah, let's try that for now. Let's see, try it on. I think it's just a feeling of trying to escape where I'm at, inadequacy. Um, maybe vulnerability and trying to just like vomit something out to change it quickly instead of um, relaxing into the now and letting something shape itself. So is, is the answer present? Yeah. (laughs) Does present do enough for you as a word? It has to be a juicy word for you. I want to make sure you guys are hearing that on the other end of this, like, because if it doesn't mean anything to you, fuck it. Like I know Dana, you and I played with some of the words. You might go home and tweak those a little bit. It has to actually activate something in you. So let's think of a word I'm a little bit more wet for. Yeah. Um, here you could say, I need to be here. I need to be here. We could all brainstorm. This isn't just Mm -hmm. about me. You could say, I need to be in my body. You could say, I need to feel my skin. Mm. You could say, I need my neck to be relaxed. It could be a real bodily experience. I'm a big, I'm, I don't know if any of you guys know Alexander Technique, but I'm a huge believer in our bodies having a lot of information for us. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, you might listen to your body there. Yeah. That I think would be just checking into reality would be a huge thing instead of going down this giant, like, blah, 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 sure. slope of ego and. And, and be mindful here that the thing that is important is that, that it is three words because you have to be able to grab one of them in the moment. Ah. Do you see what I mean? You have to keep it that simple because you're in a trigger. You're not going to be like, let's be mindful right now while I'm completely triggered because my dad just said something fucking unacceptable mm-hmm. to me, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be able to something you can grab really easily. Yeah. yeah. Right? So I have clients who might set up like going home for the holidays. Oh, we didn't do that this year. I realized I started 2019 on such an amazing note and I like, I feel so empowered. I feel so good about my life and it feels different than like every other year. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't go home mm. and deal with family. Cause then I'm kind of sorting through muck. Right. Mm. And tr- talk about triggers from the yeah. past. Yeah. Yeah. So if you do have to go home and you're dealing with so those, you can triggers, set this up for yourself. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, my brother and I were seven years apart. We can argue very easily. We're raised by a single parent mom who we're very, both very close to. We both care about her very much. And of course it's like, it's like we're brothers and sisters, all three Does of she us. she call you? She calls me a lot. We talk every day. Um, trigger. Trigger. But like, but, th- but I remember before I went home, what do I want it to be like? And I remember being on the airplane, just like, okay, Brian, just do this. Coach yourself real quick into this because you're going to be triggered. And I certainly was. And was I perfect every moment? No, but I was one of the best trips I've ever had home. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes also I had a client who like would name, she named her words and she goes, and, and we came to like a color that she wanted to be. I want to be this sherbety orange for some reason that made a difference. It makes a difference for me. And like, it just, okay, I'm going to respond to this orange so it can be something that's it, it activates something in you i love that yeah. i i love that cool what, 
are mindful though and it kind of backfires how can being mindful backfire? tell me that I don't want to go. I don't want to trudge down the past of the last conversation. I, I this. I Were you putting yourself on a spiritual high road, and you're better than the other person? No, I just had a really weird conversation with okay. my mom last time we talked, okay. and I, this is like I feel like I, I sound so insane, <laughs> but she called me because she gave my number to somebody okay. who like wants a, to do comedy. Okay somebody I don't know. Okay. And then she was kind of comparing me to that person. It was kind of like putting me down a little bit. Okay. And so I corrected her. I was like, mom, I, I do comedy full time. Like you can't really compare me to somebody starting off. And she's like, uh, so I just, I stayed very mindful and yeah. very present and I let her talk. I let her do her thing. And then I said this to her um, and I was really proud of myself. Yeah. Good. Cause I was sounds really like, mindful. Like you did a great job so far. This is what I said. I said, mom, I would really appreciate it if you don't give my number to people before asking me in the future. Great. Beautiful job. So I wasn't even upset. I was, I go, and as she was talking, I was like, normally I react. Normally I would attack. Mm -hmm. And how dare you give my number? Sure, 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 this sure, sure. inappropriate. Yeah. But she didn't react very well to that. Sure. So here's my question. So she, she said, I, she like, you know, just kind of being really rude and being like, you're such a brat and blah, blah, blah. And this and that. And I can't talk to you right now. And I was like, man, I was like really being mindful and really being like hashtag woke. And so, so let me check on something real quick. Ready? Yeah. In that moment, I want you to go back. Your behavior was, sounds absolutely perfect. I thought it was perfect. Yeah. Energetically. It wasn't. Was it? Ooh, you are so good. I literally have to throw the mic down and get out and walk out. <laughs> Because were you actually no. like, mom, I'm being fucking good right now. You better respond correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, every, mom. There's only one of us here. So if you hear the word atonement, the way I love to think of that was at one mint. My energy yeah. wasn't aligned. Yeah. So My guess what? You know what? Was... But guess what, Dana? You did a fuck ton better than last time. And next time you'll get it right. Next time I'll do. Okay. Next time I will align my sentence. No, 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 no. Don't you dare go to your doing to do list bitch self. Oh, God. So you know what you need to do? So what, so you say you like to meditate, you have to find your version of prayer. So I say the word prayer really lightly because whatever that means to you, it might look like, Hey universe, can you take from me these feelings I have about my mom? I feel like I'm praying wrong every time I pray. There's no such thing as praying wrong, but what are you saying? Huh? What? There's no such thing as praying wrong, but what are you saying? I want to be aligned okay. with my purpose okay. that God, the universe, higher power has for me. Okay. Right. So great. So that so that's in my prayers. So beautiful. So that's in my prayers. In some can I give you some language that might help you? And you is it okay? Yes, because I feel like my language is uh, wrong. So we learn our thoughts are often language, right? That's why this can be so precious. Prayer is such a precious communion, right? But to be able to say, "Hey, I'm gonna use God," because you said Catholic, so I'm gonna use God. So, hey, God, I'm getting the intelligence that I think you want me to be a comedian. It's okay to say comedian about who you are right now or no? Yeah, that's right. who I am. I'm getting the intelligence that you want me to be a comedian right now. And I'm doing it. I'm doing the best I can. And I'm trying to live in the mystery of what the right thing to do is. And I've got this one thing, whatever it is, right here in front of me, I'm trying to decide on right now. And I, I you know, I did my homework and I have the time, the three categories, time, energy, and money to say yes to this gig class project right mm -hmm. um i'd love to hear what you think i'm like crying right now <laughs> <laughs> and, that's so beautiful and say and until you i hear from you i'm willing to live in the mystery i will be 
I'll be trusting. Oh my God. That I hear really touches it. my heart. Thank I'm so you. That means a lot. That means a lot to me because I take this part very precious because this is spiritual communication. Yeah. So you can use whatever language you want. Part of what I think we sometimes have a hard time doing, or I find, is being unattached to what we want the outcome to be. There's That's, some there's yeah. some grace around giving space to not being right that makes space for the Holy Spirit or God or the universe to say, I will have no thoughts which I will keep is a thought from A Course in Miracles, I believe, or no beliefs that I will keep. Like, I think you want this from me and I'm just not, and I'm trying to do that. What intelligence can you offer me or can you help me with this moment here so that you really create the space for you to get some some messaging, right? Yeah. And the thing about the messaging, we're very quick to be like, oh, he doesn't want me to take, he, I'm using he for God for a second, right? Whatever, she, fine. She doesn't want me to take this class. I want to take this class. Like, I'm not going to listen to that intelligence I just got. That intelligence is the same intelligence that said, Dana, be, an, be a comedian. So yeah. why would you suddenly say like, screw you, I'm not listening to you anymore. So Jesus said, if we're going to use Jesus, I'm bouncing all over the place here, but Jesus says, I stand in the breach. To me, that means between worldly temporal communication and divine communication. So I want it, my goal with my clients is to be able to stand in the middle, whether it's God, Buddha, Yahweh, Oprah, whatever you believe, is that you can stand in the middle between listening to your higher power, your universe, your spirituality, the, you know, the great earth, mother, father, God, whatever you call it. And the earthly, like, oh, if you want to be a comedian, like, it'd be good if you like did a show at the comedy store. Like, like that's what it says on the earthly level, right? They might be saying that that's part of what's wanted from you. Um, and then you can stand in the middle and say, hey, I think I'm going to do a show at the comedy store. What do you think of that universe? has a show at the comedy store tomorrow to <laughs> i didn't know that i didn't know that <laughs> um but so so i want to hear that part of what i think your jo our job is to do our homework so our homework is on the earthly level there's the three categories for me time energy and money yeah, i was gonna yeah. ask you more about that what what why did you pick those three so i think we get a lot i'll tell you so i think we get a lot of uh Isn't time, yeah but yeah those are the three but i think that we get a lot of distraction disguised as opportunities hello yep and we say i think that we've we get distractions disguised as opportunities all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dana's got a face on you guys. <laughs> so and the other thing is we have been sold a platitude to say yes to everything. Mm. Now, I love Shonda Rhimes. I think she's a very fulfilled and enlightened person, and she knows how to say no when she needs to. So when her book is called The Year of Yes, I want to be mindful here. I still love her, but what I think we should be usually saying is maybe let me go check in with the universe first. Mm -hmm. Because this is how an opportunity shows up for us mostly. A phone call, an email, a text. In the world that we're in right now, that's how we get an opportunity. I don't know how mindful you are in those moments of going, give me, an, give me something that could be a distraction in your life. What could be something that come up for you? Boys. Boys. Okay. Oh. Let me see if I can figure a good boy one. So how would it show up exactly? Would it be a text? Would it be a... Yeah. Um, Great. Do you want to go out? Want to hang out on Thursday night? Mm -hmm. Let's say that's what it is. Great. So here's what you'll do. It's a We're talking about interpersonal relationships. So this is a little more sophisticated. I'm, this may sound... This may sound a little elementary for boys, okay? But I'm going to try it. I want you to also pretend across to be like, hey, do you want to take this class on Thursday night? Let's okay. just kind of use both at we'll the same both. time, right? So do you want to hang out on Thursday night? So you're going to go... What am I have going on on Thursday morning? What's Wednesday like? What's Friday like? What's my how much? What's my energy level going to be like? I've got class on this day. How much time am I going to have? Da, 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 will I be able to be? How will I be able to show up the way I want to show up on that night? Yeah, I can show up. Whether that's a class or a boy, right? Yeah, I'll be able to be present. Like, oh yeah, I'm not going to have to be rushed if we hang out at seven o'clock. Like all that conversation going on, yeah. right? 
That's the, that's the time energy conversation. Do I have the time to do it? Do I have the energy to do it? The money conversation I think needs to be there because so many of us are transacting in money as part of the conversation. Do I have to work on Thursday, right? If it was a class, I'm going to play out the class scenario once because I think that's a helpful one too. Hey, you want to take this class or you want to do this project with me that costs some money, right? If you do it the next, you know, two hours, we get a hundred bucks off. That could be why it shows up, right? So you're going to go, yeah, oh my God, sounds great. Let's do it. That's one way of saying yes. Or the boy gives you attention. Oh my God, yes, I want to do it. I want to go. Yes. That's one way of showing up. So let's say you showed up to the class or you show up to the date without having done that homework. And maybe you're a little bit late or maybe you're a little bit, oh, I shouldn't have said yes to this. Still thought going on. Or, oh my God, I didn't want to go to this restaurant. I said yes anyway. Or um, I'm, I'm, your, your mind is somewhere else. Fear of doing the wrong thing, I think is a big process for us to, I'm not doing the right thing right now. Not FOMO, just like I'm doing the wrong thing right now. So you've got this whole like tape going on. And so you're, in, you're not fucking present the whole time you're there. Mm-hmm. Rushing is a way to kind of be the cousin of that, I would say. Yeah. Right? So you're not present the whole time there. So your friend goes, oh, how was that date? How was that class? You're like, oh, it was okay. No, it sucked because you sucked. Mm-hmm. You can't. You showed up late to that class. You were When someone was on stage doing their thing or they were reading their script, if they were reading a reading a writing class, right? They like, you weren't really, you were paying, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good to me. Or you weren't really present. You were, the whole time your mind was somewhere else. Now versus, let, I'm going to use the class for right now. You go through your calendar. You go, okay, so the class is on Wednesday nights. I have my other thing that happens on Tuesday nights. I can arrive on time. There's parking in that neighborhood. I know I can get there in enough time to not have to rush to get to the start of class time because I'm coming from this place right before that every single Wednesday. Um, I can afford it. Wait, can I afford it? Um, I can, but only because mom said she'd pay for that flight for me to go home for that wedding. Let me check in with mom first before I say yes to that. And then on the next day, I have this other thing I have to do every week. Will I be rested? Yeah, because this class is supposed to end at 10 o'clock. Great. Okay. And energetically, I'm good. Time, I'm good. Money, I'm good. Okay, great. I got a yes on the temporal, the worldly plane. Now I'm going to go, cool, give me a second. I need to find a space where I can hear the um, small, still voice for God. Mm. That's what they would say in Judaism. Mm -hmm. And go, okay, hey, I worked it out. I can take this class. Should I? So that's a gut instinct. That's a prayer, a gut instinct moment. And you have to, A, be unattached to the answer, and B, trust that what you hear is is right, is the truth. So you get this like, no, I shouldn't take it. Weird. I got this no. How weird. That's been my dating experience for the past six months. It's just like this person's like, should we go out? Energy time. What's the third one? Money. Money. Money might be different sometimes for dating. And then my gut is just like, this is so dumb. Got it. And I I go anyway, but no more. Got it. So part of what's interesting about, so so I want to put a a cap on that kind of bit of learning there, which is when we stand in the breach, we're standing between worldly what needs to be done time energy and money and making space for the universe's voice to speak yeah which is why prayer is such a helpful way to do that so for a woman who does things all the time which is very much being in your masculine energy by the way which does not bad or good but just know that you're in your masculine energy a lot i would be curious what romance is like in your life difficult easy very difficult so because you knew that though i felt like i did so um that felt like a soul moment i really appreciated that (laughs) honesty um and I would imagine, because here's the truth, romance can only show up when there's a masculine and a feminine energy. doesn't matter if it's a gay, straight relationship. It doesn't mean you have to be a girl or be a boy. A masculine energy and feminine energy is in both of us, right? Um, the feminine energy being the receiving and the masculine being the doing. That's the only difference there, right? So it's a little bit like if you're in your masculine all day long and you're working, 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 and you're going to go on a date with a guy who's working, 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 if one of you doesn't step out of that mindset to be the receiving one, you may have an okay date, but romance won't be present. 
You know what's interesting is I had a friend who told me I need to receive hmm. and open my heart. You said it today. Yeah. She's like, you, you need to receive me you to open your heart. And that really stuck with me. And I was like, that's, that's why my dating, you know, or the romance life is so lacking. And I've actually, actually been making that change. Great. And romance has kind of been happening a little bit. Good. Yeah. It's been like popping up here and there. Don't crucify yourself with the idea that I'm not receiving. Don't stick on Pardon? that. So what would be the tricky part here for you is not to be like, I don't receive, I don't receive, I don't it's, receive. It's been hard for me to receive yeah. though throughout my life. So that's, that, that's a real, right. very real thing. I'm sure it is. So the new story is walk around with, I'm open to receiving. Yes. Not I'm bad at receiving, but I'm open to receiving. I, yeah. I've changed yeah. it. I've yeah, changed good. it. And I really, I notice right away when I'm um, not doing it, mm. I, sli I slip into not doing it because the whole, like, I didn't know that working so hard was masculine energy. So like doing or, going, or going, doing mine yeah. is masking right so that yeah would the would the answer ever be for her to date somebody feminine sure certainly so the answer is this ready remember this I it like it doesn't mean and look she's even attracted to it i like that so here's the here's the truth right is it isn't every day, day it could change it could change day to day right so it takes us about 20 minutes this is all pat allen if you ever look up pat allen you guys will love her her book is called getting to i do i think the name is lame but what she talks about is amazing yeah. so <laughs> amazing but the feminine, this is the difference. If you're sitting here, like if I'm sitting with my boyfriend and we're talking about like, do you want to, where are we going to go for dinner? Right? There's nothing romantic about that conversation. That's just a conversation. It's, it's not bad. There's nothing bad about it, but there's nothing romantic about it. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just like, let's just figure it out. That's very masculine energy, right? It's the difference between that and I made a reservation at Antonio's. Would that please you? So that's ma is that masculine? That would that would be a masculine, masculine energy. Yeah. And then the fe the feminine would be like, yes, I. She doesn't I, have to I, say yes either. She could even say no. And I would say she, and I say she, he. I'm a boy with a boy, right? They'd be like, um, well, I was like, well, that would be great, but what do you think about? I don't know, Antonio's. I'm same restaurant twice, but whatever. <laughs> what do you think I don't about like little Antonio's? What do you think about Antonio's? Antonio's. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds like a power struggle now, right? No, uh, like, what do you think about Little Doms or mm -hmm. whatever? I was thinking place a little closer. Would you like to go to Little Doms? So, and then moving from that, right? Okay, so that's a rom that's romantic. That's more, more, way more. So the thing is, it takes us about 20 minutes to change our energies. Mm -hmm. So this is why people who work together sometimes can have a stressful sex life. Because if you're a man and wife, or husband and husband, girlfriend, girlfriend, doesn't matter, right? And you're like in your masculine working self all day, and then you're like trying to go home and have like sexy times. It, you can have it. You can have a good night. It just might not feel romantic. It's the stepping away into the feminine and masculine energy that kind of changes that. And so typically we say it takes about 20 minutes of like being by yourself. I need to go take a bubble bath being by myself. I need to like take a shower. I know for me and my boyfriend, like if, if I have my computer out, and we're like working and we can be having a great relationship, but then it's like time for sexy time. I'm like, so not into it. Yeah. You need 20 minutes. I need like 20 minutes or even yeah. a separated from him. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think I take on more of the feminine role in our relationship from time to time, but not always, but that like, I need to be like away. I need to like be with myself. I need to put on cologne and take a shower and put on what I think is a sexy outfit. And like, and then all of a sudden I'm so different. You can, you know what that's like when you do that for yourself. And that's all that's for you. You know, that's a gift that you give yourself. So you're able to show up to be either the masculine or the feminine in that moment, whatever it is, you know? That is so helpful. That's such good information. Good. I'm glad you yeah. like that. Yeah. If you guys want to look up Pat Allen, she's incredible. incredible. Okay. 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 We've gone a lot of directions today. The, you guys. We've gone a lot, but we want to go one more. Okay. Go will for it. Will you go with one more with I us? I will go one more. 
Okay. All the way. Okay. I'll go all the way. Money. Money. Ooh, Ooh girl. Come on. Okay. Okay. Year. Okay. So, two things. First of all, if you guys can, I have a really cool freebie that I'd love for you to give your people that is uh, downloadable for creative people dealing with money. So I'll give you that link for that. But here, uh, what do you want to hear about money? <laughs> Making friends? <laughs> yeah. How to how to make more of it? Uh, great. There's a street out here. Um, okay. So um, I literally have accidentally applied to three prostitution jobs last month. Wait, I don't understand. Like they're like, so disguised. They're disguised. They're not so disguised. They're so disguised to Dana. They're like, <laughs> do you want to be a karaoke host in a bikini? And she's like, yes, this is a real job. And they're like, you're a prostitute. And she's like, what? That is not okay. Okay. So here's the thing about money. That is not okay. First of all, Dana, I don't understand. I feel like you should post those so people can read them. Like, so. Oh, I have. And it's very comical. Okay. So it's I'm, yeah, it is comical. Yeah. Um, how to make more? Give me another question. Okay. Um, I have I, I have an old story. Uh, I think I have been most of my life 100% feminine energy. Okay. And that's not dope. <laughs> oh, my God. That's why we compliment each other. Because mm -hmm. you're super feminine and I'm so masculine. I'm just like, re I, I, I'm good at receiving. I'd like to um, also... Be a doer or something? Be a doer. And I would like to receive money from what I'm doing for work. Sure. More than from a boyfriend or something like that. I've never seen you this excited. I'm really, Great. really, so really, listen. So listen, really I want to talk excited. about money versus abundance for one second. Great. Okay, because this is a big deal. So abundance to me is what comes when you follow your calling and you're listening to the universe and you're stepping forward into that. Abundance can look like... $1,000 check in your mailbox. It could also look like, oh, we're flying you off to Cleveland, which is where you're from, so you can spend the weekend with your mom to go do this gig. Mm -hmm. Abundance can look like it's showing up in more than just money. Does that make sense yes. to you? Yes. So as soon yeah. as we change our quotient for success to abundance, I think we see a lot more of it, right? So we so open it up to what would abundance look like in my life? And we get out of like a suede jacket and a Bentley and like the things, right? Abundance feels better than more money yeah right? just hearing those words well right? good good and what i would say is like abundance for me might look like money it might also look like i get to for some reason i'm going on a cruise next week for no reason i mean i'm not but like that would be great great that would look like Somebody abundance you love yeah great like That's that could abundance. be events right so um it can also look like oh i invested quite a bit of money into the taking this vacation but this feels like abundance because i'm on this vacation so as soon as we twist this like idea around what success has to look like money becomes a different conversation also can i say something really cheesy go for it i was surrounded by like so many friends and i felt last night i felt so abundant i felt so loved by everyone i was around sounds like you were receiving and i was like uh, yeah and I, I went home and i was like i'm really lucky yeah like i feel really abundant great great continue continue i so, just wanted to share it great i love it Fun. and so when it comes to money right that doesn't mean you're not allowed to want money or want to right but to me the wanting of the money is what is it almost i want to say what is it for or what is the um energy that you're hoping to bring mm -hmm. from money because money's an exchange of money is an exchange of energy think of it that way yeah. right so the the thing about money is we've usually inherited our relationship with money from our family yeah Oh, this is bad. Yeah. For me. <laughs> okay. So there's usually three different mindsets we can have. One is there's never enough. I have to save anything and I'm scrounging all the time. Okay. There's also, is that a side eye? <laughs> that is literally my family. Okay. There's also the, 
uh, magical thinking. It's okay to spend. There's always going to be more money. Like, it's going to be okay. Magical, like, just very magical thinking. Now, listen, for creative people, magical thinking at some points in our life is probably a little bit necessary because we have to believe the the job's going to come if I spend a little, if I get my training good enough, if I get really good at this. Like, you have to have a little bit of that magical thinking there, I think, at times. You can dance between these at times in your life, right? And the other one is I'm money is choice. Money gives me space to have, to make decisions and make choices in my life. Now, we might think of that one as the healthiest one, but what I think is important is also know that we dance between them in different scenarios. Mm. You might like have a travel thing where whenever whenever I think about travel, I have a scarcity mind, but whenever I think about this, I have magical thinking. Like it might between, it might, the whole dance is going to go around in that way, right? right? So when you, you just can think to yourself, who did I used to ask? If I needed something when I was in high school, who would I ask, mom or dad? Mm-hmm. Did you, if you had both your parents, if, did you have both your parents? I who, did. Who would you ask? Um, my mom. Yeah. And what would she say? Yes. I got to ask your dad or say yes. Yes. Or always say yes. Um, no, but okay. usually. Usually. Yeah. And what about you? My dad would always say yes. Okay. Ask, we'd always and you'd always ask your dad. For money, yeah. So what was your, what was Dana's mom's relationship no. with mine? Um. She had to ask your dad too. She would, she was like coupon save there's never enough you have to work super hard you have to effort 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 you sh- just don't spend your money even if you have it got so doesn't that sound a little bit like your to-do list in some ways mm-hmm. so and for you what is what was your dad's relationship um my at like super generous and abundant got it so like we we have it it's okay it's gonna yeah. be fine it's gonna be easy so now yours what do you think yours is like Mine is um, abundance, but my mom didn't work and my dad did. And it was the 90s and he was a surgeon and it was coming in hot. So I feel like I can't get it for myself, but I Mm. can live it. Got it. So like I have to be supported. Yeah. I cannot. Earning is not a thing for me. Right. And it was even modeled in the sex that you were. Mm-hmm. right you're not your dad is a man you're a woman you're growing up in a woman's household where she's like that's that's a big modeling you have to yeah. at least take that story and, and allow that that's there somewhere mm-hmm. right and then um you know if you guys ever read jen sincero's book you're a badass at making money no that's a great book I i've read you're, of, you're a badass you're a badass yeah it's a great one in case just to throw that out there for you okay so our the other question is you have ask yourself is am i okay to look at my money do you look at your money do you look at your money yeah you do like you have a like a way you keep track of what you're spending and all that. Yes. Okay, great. And what about you? Uh, yeah, every week, and I don't like it, but I do it. Yeah. Great. So being friendly with your money, I think, is one of the first ways to kind of manifest it. Is like knowing what's coming in and going out. Mm-hmm. Really knowing. What's I'm going. super friendly with my money and sushi. <laughs> that's she not okay. All of her money on sushi. Really? Not oh my god, yet. that's amazing. That's yeah. Amazing. I mean, I love sushi. <laughs> um, I'll go with you. Okay, so so in terms of making more money, we want to kind of root ourselves and pull two things one what is our purpose are we stepping into it are we listening to the universe and so that you're making decisions in a much more grounded position right we're talking a little bit broadly here i want to acknowledge that right and the other is um knowing your value Mm. i think a lot of us don't do that yeah and i i think it's been easy to project my value onto someone else right or to like uh, she got that so i should get that or maybe i should get this or to like make it low we tend mm-hmm. to we tend to go a little low yeah. and remember that your value if you say you're a thousand dollar person then they'll be like oh she's a thousand dollar person that's how much she's valuable at like we are taught by what you say yeah you teach people your value by saying it i'm finally it's finally hitting me and i don't know why it's taking me so long to realize this but 
millionaires have millionaire mindsets. Yeah. That's why they're millionaires. It's, it's just what they think they deserve and the energy surrounding themselves. Right. And part of that can, there's come no from difference. Like, yeah. Part of it can come from you saying your value over and over again. <clears throat> like if you have an hourly rate or something like I get paid, you could start saying it to yourself. I always say double it when you're saying it to yourself. So I get paid $1,200 an hour and like walk around with that. So if you get paid $600 an hour, you're saying that again and again and again. Yeah. So you're finally okay to say it out loud. I right? just, I hate the, oh, this is terrible verbiage. Um, I don't like that. I inherited my mom's scarcity thinking with money and I'm, I'm working very hard to change it. And I feel like I have changed it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm getting so much better, but it's, uh, so you know, what we need to dwell on is what you want it to be like. Okay. Yes. So you need to Correct. think about what do I, so here's the truth, right? Don't even think any more about the past. No, or, think about what you want it to be like, right? Because yes. the past is going to, so here's the, here's the, I'm going to use an analogy again. So if I'm going to Jesus again, I don't know I'm all Jesus-y today, but um, I'm not usually, but so, uh, when Jesus is resurrected, there's these two little old ladies who come like, where's his body? Where's his body? And an angel from the sky comes down and says, bitch, he ain't here. Why do you think he's here? He's already been resurrected. Because the truth is when we are resurrected as this new self, our old self no longer exists. We are completely reborn as this new thing. That old you doesn't exist. So stop telling the old you story so it can die. Yeah. I've been told by uh, many healers to kill my self a part self. of you a part of to you kill my old self yeah okay i was like those aren't great healers um, yeah. like a part of you has to die kill yourself perhaps to change or be let go maybe let go let go like to the, it's that's why when should the we body's not there to let the body's not there anymore it's gone should we have a ceremony <gasps> to let go of our old selves oh, i love yes that. so that that third grade me it's like I cannot tell that story anymore. And so when it comes up, do I just need to make a new story to immediately? So I would say like when that comes up, just don't pick it up. Remember, okay. oh, there's that. Because you're a good meditator. You can notice, I'm assuming, yep. right? I see that thought coming. I'm not going to give her room on the playground. I know she's there. She's okay. Mm -hmm. She can hang out over there. I'm going to do something else. Yeah. Focus I mean, on yeah. else. Okay. And, you're, and give her permission. To, oh, you're here. Okay. Okay. If you beat her, you're actually giving it energy. Got it. You're allowed to be here. Cool. Got it. I'm not going to entertain her, though. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. So the, the ceremony around killing yourself, I don't know if that's what it would be. <laughs> if you were like maybe releasing something, I'm not going to pick it up anymore kind of thing. Yeah. I do think that it might be valuable to just have a thought on default. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So like you can grab to just like yeah. the, the feelings before we came up to with Dana. Yeah. Having the feelings you can grab or the thought to grab instead is. is so a, clutch. Yeah. Okay. Well, wow. You're a genius. <laughs> oh my gosh. You Thank gave you. us a wealth. I'm so of, glad. I can't, it's not even, that's not even the proper word to describe how amazing. I'm so glad. I hope everybody listening got something. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Can Good. we come back and stalk you more? I would love it. Okay. Well, part two. We're into it. We're going to stalk love you this to you guys. And like, we should have an accountability moment. You guys should come back in about six months and let me know how it's going. Yes. And all the listeners, you guys can send us emails about where you are in six months and we will tell Brian all about it. And yeah, I mean, so helpful. Where can uh, we find you? Where can everybody find you? I'm a, I'm a, you? I'm a, I'm a semi good Instagrammer. So okay. I think my Instagram is Brian. I mean, I know that my Instagram is Brian says that at I, Brian says that at Brian says that. Yeah. Okay. Or you could go to brianpataka.com, but both of those okay. places are with me. Uh, Brian Pataka is B R I A N. My name is not brain. Many people write me a high brain email and I just have to forgive it all the time. Cause it's just a mistake. So Brian Pataka, which is P A. T-A-C-C-A. -C -C -A. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. 
lovely website, by the way. Thank you. Oh, I thank like you. the blog page and everything like that. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yes. If you're going to the blog has a lot of good goodies there. If you guys people want it, like snag that stuff. stuff. There's a lot of great yeah. videos and all good stuff. And yeah. links. Yeah. Um, uh, at Dana Moonmi, Megan, where can I find you? At Megan Granger, M-E-A-G-A-N-G-R-A-I-N-G-E-R. Thank you so much for listening. Share us with a friend. Rate us five stars. And we will talk to you next week. We love you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.